On this episode of Recruiting Hell, your job hunt has likely taken you to the same handful of websites hundreds of times, showing you the same jobs over and over again. It's not only frustrating when you can't find new opportunities, but also the opportunities that show up may not match what you're looking for. Today's episode brings us another Detroit native who used her creativity and tech savvy to build something a little different than your average job board. Hello and welcome to Recruiting Hell. I'm your host, Rob Conlon. As we continue our march into 2021, I am continually blown away by the listenership this show continues to get and would like to welcome our first listener from the African continent, bringing Recruiting Hell to a truly worldwide podcast. Now, if you're an Antarctic researcher and you're listening right now and you're sick of clubbing baby seals on the way to the bathroom, feel free to let me know if you've tuned in. We'll help you maybe find a new position and see if we can go seven for seven on those continents on the planet. A note from the editing bay, Recruiting Hell does not endorse or condone animal abuse. Just making a joke there about clubbing baby seals. It's funny. Now back to the show. Now, our guest today comes to us from another continent as well, but she's a native of one of my favorite comeback stories out there. Detroit, Michigan, USA. Demi Yang hails from the Motor City, but currently finds herself in Germany these days. And what she's working on right now is something that could revolutionize the way you look for a job, especially a remote one. Before we jump to Demi, a few quick asks. If you haven't been to our YouTube channel to see the video versions of these podcasts, head there and subscribe today. Even if you're just a listener, there are often little snippets that don't make it into the main show that you can find there as well as extras and, of course, bloopers when they happen. Second, another reminder that February 1st is my speaking engagement with Pong Milwaukee. As a result, you're not going to be getting the normal length episode that week. You're going to be getting probably an extra length, uncut episode, most likely releasing Monday of that week rather than our normal Wednesday release. Finally, a reminder to all of you listening that our free job hunting guide, Six Strategies to End Your Job Hunt for Good, is available on RecruitingHell.com. Simply click the button on the homepage and we'll send that right along once you tell us where it's headed with a little email form. That's it for the opening. Let's get to today's guest. She's developing a revolutionary platform to help the world get back to work remotely. With more than 60,000 job seekers flocking to her platform in the past four months, there's still plenty of time to be an early adopter of this revolutionary system. It's my pleasure to welcome Demi Yang to the show. Demi, it's great to have you here today. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. Before, now, before we dive in to your amazing platform, which is, as the kids say these days, it, it's lit. It really is. Uh, <laughs> Demi, tell me a little bit more about yourself and, and you know, open, open yourself up a little bit more to our listeners and what the road was that brought you to starting career vault and eventually got you the spot on this show sure yeah i'm a michigan state alum and i've been working in startups for several years mainly in product software development and quality assurance roles i moved to berlin in 2019 to join a music startup and have since left that startup to start working on career vault i launched career vault this past september and after working on it for three months in development, job seekers seem to really like it. Hey, that's, that's excellent. I mean, I've seen some of the charts that you share on LinkedIn and things like that. And I just want watching that thing kind of rocket upwards. I want to say that was probably November-ish, I think. Yes. Yeah. That was, um, that was crazy. 
uh, just, you know, 60,000 users in 30 days, that it's people just flocking to the platform. So now folks are probably a little bit curious, a little bit peaked at to what, you know, okay, why, why is this something that's so cool? Demi, give us a 30,000 foot view of Career Vault. What's the, what's the driving force behind it? And then how does it work for folks, you know, in a nutshell? Sure. Yeah. So it started with me in my job search process. I found it really tedious to have to navigate through each company's website to get to the original job posting to apply to. And there's many platforms out there that try to be like the main place for applications. Mm -hmm. But what's really happening is that there's now 20 different places that let you send in your application and 20 different places for recruiters to check. They usually check the applications that come through their own company's website the most. So I build Python scrapers to pull the links to these original job postings and compile them into a list. That is brilliant. And, and like as simple as, as simple, but complex. It's one of those, those beautiful things that like, I think a lot of times art and, and, and life and science are sometimes that way, which is awesome. So you scrape all these websites. How does like a website get into the, the flow of this? So there's, there's thousands upon thousands, millions maybe of companies in the world. How does your platform say, oh, I should grab that and put that on, on the page here? Yeah. So right now it follows almost 6,000 different companies. And I had to manually do that myself. So I had to go to the company career pages. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of work, but if you think about it, only I had to do it. And from now on, anyone that uses the platform doesn't have to do that again. And it's just automated from now on. So I think it was worth it. I think so too. I'm, I'm curious, is there a way that you're seeking to maybe automate that with other scripts in the future to say, you know, there are companies out there, let's, let's grab all those so you don't have to do this 6,000 more times? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's two ways. One of them is allowing companies to just put, send me their link, maybe in like a Google form or like some sort of form, and then it automatically gets added to the database. And the other way is working with applicant tracking systems that have these companies as their clients. And it's usually the client, like the companies posting on the applicant tracking system. So if I could partner with them to get a list of all their companies, then that would take care of everything. Got it. Okay. So we've got this platform that basically for right now, you, you sort of tell it where to go and tell it what to grab and things like that. And eventually it may, may sort of do that on its own kind of in the, I don't want to say an AI sort of way, but maybe machine learning, like, Hey, this is what a company looks like. I should grab these careers and things like that. So I went to your website, Demi, and I saw, of course, you're hiring for a, uh, an SQL developer, I think, if I, if I saw that correctly. Uh, full stack developer. Full stack, yeah. that was it, right. Mm-hmm. Wrong, uh, I'm not a programmer. So, <laughs> but I saw that like, you had one promoted job there because obviously it's your site, you want to you know, grow your business. But what makes a job appear like at the top of the list there on the front page for somebody to go look at and say, hey, that might be a fit for me? Yeah, so... In the front page, I mean, the front page shows all jobs. So as long as a recruiter posts jobs on their company's website, it shows up on Career Vault, it's automatic, it's simple. If the company wants the job to stick to the front page, then they can pay to feature it. Okay. So then in that case, there's sort of the two sections. Obviously, you posted yours as kind of a sample there, and there could be others that are underneath it. But then everything else, is that just sort of like in line, like it's a... 
it's the most recent job and it goes to the top and then it kind of moves on down from there or is it are those yes. curated oh really okay. oh yeah no yeah yeah so under the featured jobs it's just by time okay so that's mm -hmm. completely I, I would say aside from you know if people want to pay to feature it that's fine but for everything else that where the companies maybe either don't know about your platform haven't used your platform it's very i feel like that's a very fair very kind of democratic way to to distribute those and the interesting thing about all of the jobs on your platform is that they're all remote, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why? 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 I guess what the question I have is, is like, there are so many other other positions out there that folks could be doing that are in person and maybe use the same thing. But why focus on remote work? That's a good point. So there was a point when I was looking for primarily remote jobs and sure. I noticed that the popular remote job boards out there didn't have that many jobs on them, which is ridiculous. Right. <laughs> um, the good ones would have around 10 to 20 new postings per day. But when you're serving hundreds of thousands to millions of job seekers per month, that's just not enough. Um, if you're in software development, which is what most of the postings are for, you'll see jobs all the time for you. But if you're in anything else, you might only see one fitting job per week. I thought Career Vault could excel in the remote niche because we show 10 times, over 10 times, so almost 20 times more remote jobs than competitors. There's so many active remote openings that when people first go on the platform, a lot of them can find the perfect job for them immediately. Which is pretty cool. And, you know, I, I want to make definitely make sure that, you know, our listeners are, are realizing that, that, you know, you mentioned like a lot of career sites that do remote work specialize in kind of the, the computer science, or the IT side of things, whereas I've seen all sorts of jobs on your website. I mean, I've seen like sales jobs, I've seen marketing jobs, I've seen all these things that are there. And like you said, it's 10 to 20 times more than your average board, if you will. And then, you know, I mm -hmm. was looking at that the other day and I want to say it was like, oh, we've posted 324 new jobs so far today. And now you might be, you know, eight hours ahead of me in, in Germany, but at the same time, that's still a pretty good clip to, to look at for worldwide. And that means that something's going to be probably near me, which is awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thank so, you. oh, absolutely. Hey, <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> I think it's again, a really neat platform and, and you are a part of a very select group of people that have appeared on this show that have kind of these revolutionary tech things. Having tech companies on here, I think is one of the best things we can do to help people get jobs. So Demi, I wanted to talk a little bit more about remote work. And I used to be a really big proponent, keep people in the office, primarily for cultural purposes. You know, it's, it's good to be able to go over to Jim's desk and say, Hey man, it's great to see you here. How's the family, how are the kids, you know, things like that. And I have to admit a little bit that when I was in that managerial role, maybe a little bit of control was, uh, was behind that as well to, uh, you know, looking at productivity and things like that. And that's probably because I got burned a few too many times by people who were goofing off and not doing the things they were supposed to do. So I've, I've since changed my tune a little bit because I've seen the, the outputs from people in the remote positions here in the world Aside from the real or maybe perceived reductions in productivity, what are some of the challenges that companies face when they choose to hire remotely? I think in the hiring process, it's 
very difficult to tell if you can work well with someone if your interview process is only three hours of talking and you only focus on professional questions that you have to cover in the interviews. Um, so there's almost no room for conversation about anything else, um, like how is your commute here, la la la. And you'll likely come out of the interview still not knowing what type of person they are. So that's the challenge with hiring. Um, in day-to-day -day work, it's really hard to have everyone feel like a team. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, work becomes just work and loses its importance in the lives of employees. But I kind of support that because I think people need to have more work-life balance. And I mean, an emphasis on the life part. <laughs> Definitely. And, you know, that's one of the, the key points of this show is we believe that people are work or worth more than their work, which is, you know, that folks sometimes focus so heavily in on I'm a this, I'm a that, and that is what gives me value to society. And that I think really think that attitude needs to change. So uh, that's, I really like that, that approach, Demi, that, that you said work becomes just kind of a, a thing you do for the day, and then you pack it away and, and kind of put it away. What can companies and, and I guess employees or you know new hires do to kind of maybe still build a little bit of that culture in there to say, hey, yeah, we all work remotely and we kind of all you know shut the doors at the end of the day, but how can how can employees work to help build company cultures when maybe it's a little bit more difficult to do so? Um, I think that being on top of messaging is really important. Um, companies need to create a culture where messaging is stronger. And I believe there's less reliance on video calls. So in remote work, employees have the flexibility to not work strictly on a nine to five schedule, which is a huge benefit, um, but they shouldn't make it feel like they're colleagues can't get responses for another day. Interesting. Very interesting. Cause we, we talk about kind of that, that separation and you, you know, you even said work-life balance. Sometimes we don't want that to bleed into those weird hours of the day. So that can be a, a real challenge. So uh, moving a little further on uh, Demi, you know, when it comes to the employees in, is there a significant cultural difference in organizations that either completely transition to remote work or maybe do two days a week or whatever? especially if there's like a time differential, like we're eight hours apart right now. It's 9am, you're here, you're finishing your day. Mm -hmm. So why should prospective employees look to remote positions? And what other benefits do they have kind of besides maybe that little bit of flexibility you mentioned, and also, you know, not hopping in a car every day, or on a train, maybe? I think it gives them more time to focus on the aspects of their work whenever they want, um, which is great that that works with like the flexibility, the time zone difference. Yeah, that's difficult, right? I, uh, when I worked at my last startup, I started working for them freelance mm -hmm. in the US um, in Eastern time zone, and they were six hours ahead. So I would have to wake up at to start work at 8am. And that would be their 2pm. So they shifted all of their meetings that had to do with me until later. And sometimes I would wake up at 3am just to attend the meetings, but I don't, I don't think people should do that. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think messaging is really important for that. Um, at the end of my day, 
I give a full summary to all the people that I work with on like what's relevant to them. And then when I wake up, I also expect that from my colleagues. Got it. So it's keeping those lines of communication open. And I, I think it's really a great thing to say that, you know, messaging plays that role because whether it's a phone or, or Slack or whatever it might be, I think that's, that's something that I think a lot more of us maybe need to get comfortable with as, as an employee, as a, as a boss, as a manager to be like, it's okay to you know, send that one or two sentence ping to somebody, and and that covers it, which is great. Mm-hmm. So the the real heart of the discussion here, Demi, is you know we've talked about remote work a little bit, why folks should maybe consider that, and how your platform works. I want to bring those two things together. There's a lot of big job boards out there. You know, there's a lot of small job boards out there. There are niche job boards for marketing and computer science and IT. What is Career Vault doing? that everyone else isn't? And why should someone who's listening to this show right now go and take a visit to your site? I think that large job boards are the wrong approach. They provide a ton of different filters to accommodate all different types of job seekers, but a single job seeker doesn't need more than a few filters. CareerVault only has a few filters that are mostly like the most relevant to remote job seekers. And it only shows relevant search results. It doesn't throw in jobs that are kind of like what you were searching for, but not really. Because those jobs, you really, I mean, you're not looking for them and you're also probably not qualified for them. That's fair. You know, now that you mentioned that um, there was, I had a cable technician over at my house about a month ago fixing some issues and he mentioned that our signal had a booster on it, which was causing our modem some problem. And it sounds like Career Vault is one of those things where when he said he removed that booster, it helped the modem uh, to not be so overfilled with, with bandwidth. He said it was like filling a glass from a fire hose. And that kind of makes, I feel like that is very apt for what your website does, is that you kind of remove that, that massive flow that the big websites send to folks. And of course, sometimes they kind of regurgitate those, those jobs too, because they've got, you know, a list a mile long of things that are promoted and, you know, you have to scroll through the, the five that you saw yesterday. So I think that's, that's actually a great thing that, that is being done uniquely by career vault and kind of tapering that down, especially for, you know, geography and things like that. Cause I know you have like a remove all American jobs filter, which I think is really great. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's a neat one um so i wanted to put on one more one more question here demi and and i want mm-hmm. to know what what does the what does the roadmap for career vault look like so you had this great like autumn of 2020 what's 2021 look like what's 2025 look like oh 2025 um i'll start uh- with <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Um, Right now, we're looking to partner with remote companies to help them find the best candidates. Mm -hmm. So that's mainly what the feature job feature is for. And then we're looking into other job niches that are underserved and could really benefit from our technology. So we could be looking into entering maybe like medical jobs field or supply chain or data. It just depends on how receptive job seekers are in those fields. And eventually we want to become a collection of these niche job boards that provides customized search experience for each industry or field. 
Okay, I'm going to pause you there for just one second. So Career yeah. Vault's one, one entity right now. Are you saying this thing could kind of split off into like baby Career Vaults or for each industry or, or like like what you just described there is really, I think, intriguing because yeah. if I was looking for, let's say, a marketing job or something like that, I would love to not have to deal with the the garbage that's on LinkedIn because those, those aren't marketing jobs half the time. Um, so you're saying that Career Vault may spawn new little kind of mini career vaults yeah yeah that's the idea and it's pretty easy for us to do this compared to other people who want to establish job boards in whatever <laughs> field because we already have the jobs like we already scrape them automatically so it's pre-populated and it's immediately useful for the job seeker in whichever industry we decide to go into so it'll be primarily you just sorting those eventually with some some scripts, some programming, things like that, saying these are the marketing yeah. jobs, these are the IT jobs, these are the jobs like this. Interesting. So I want to get back to the five-year road plan. What's that look like? Five-year. Um, five-year. Okay. How long did it take for LinkedIn to get acquired? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a I good do... plan. That's a good plan. Have somebody buy you out. <laughs> uh I, I mean, okay, acquisition is not what I'm really looking for, no. um, but I do think that Career Vault can be a better alternative to like the big job boards in the industry. So like LinkedIn, like Indeed, um, because we are able to serve all different types of job seekers with this, but also give them like a different experience than what they're experiencing with these job boards right now. Well, definitely. And as somebody who's gone through LinkedIn and not like not necessarily LinkedIn, but they're kind of the, the lowest on my list of like oh, frustration, but like Indeed, Monster, uh, Career Builder. I'm sure they're all wonderful people who work at those companies, but man, I just, when you're looking for jobs, I get so sick of going to Indeed every day because it's the same stuff and the same positions and the same companies that are always hiring and looking for stuff that's, that's fresher which I believe that your platform can can get for folks, especially in the remote space, because of course, you know, it just moves down uh, because new stuff is introduced every day. I think that's great. So Demi, we're almost done here with my questions, but it's the time of the show when I turn things around a little bit. Um, I'm not necessarily giving up hosting, but what didn't I ask you about Career Vault today that people should know and maybe you know why why should people maybe go and use and visit that um so i want to emphasize that career vault is completely free for job seekers and always will be our main goal is wow. to gain awareness um get as many people on the platforms and get as many people hired um yeah, so that's basically that's basically it right now. Um, another side thing is getting awareness from remote companies so that we can help them hire the right people. Excellent. And again, I think that's, you know, you just went on record here basically saying, hey, it's going to be free forever, which is awesome. And I, I love that. That's, I think, what is so pro job seeker, and we need a lot more of that. So that's outstanding. And actually, I didn't ask you, like, how much does it cost? <laughs> totally missed a big question there, which is perfect. So people always say that, like, people always say, like, you could be charging this much money for people to access these jobs. And I'm like, yeah, but come on, like, 
charging unemployed people. There are better business models out there. Right. And, and there are more ethical business models. Out there. Yeah. I like I wouldn't feel good about that. I wouldn't. Yeah. I would not feel good about that. <laughs> and, and that's, that, that is a credit to your character, my friend. That's, that's excellent. So thank you. That's uh that's all I've got for you today, unless there's anything else that I missed. Um, Demi, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for introducing us to career vault. And I'm certainly hoping that our listeners can take a, a moment bounce on over there, find maybe a remote position that would really suit them no matter where they are in the world. And actually I opened this, uh, this episode, uh, I didn't, you weren't here for that part of the recording, which is fine, but uh, we are on, on six of the seven continents. Now we had our first uh, listen from Africa last week and literally worldwide people can, can start to flock to your platform and there's going to be something near them pretty much almost anywhere they are, which is outstanding because I've seen just a massive variety of jobs on there and not, not like the, I would say there are jobs from good, from companies, you know, companies that you would respect too, which is really cool. So thanks again for being here to share your platform. And if folks, people wanted to find out more about you, Demi, and the work that you do, and of course, Career Vault itself, where would they head online, whether it's social media, websites, or wherever? Yeah. So careervault.io is where you find the jobs, of course. Um, and you can follow me on LinkedIn for updates on our progress because I vowed that I would post at least twice a week starting this week. And um, you can also follow Career Vault on LinkedIn for more official updates. Very cool. Very cool. So again, folks, careervault.io and of course the fabulous Demi Yang on LinkedIn and of course follow Career Vault on there as well. Excellent. Closing out for us here at Recruiting Health, be sure to connect with and follow Demi and give her platform a try. As we draw down to the end of our show, a reminder, of course, we've set a mission for this show, and that's to educate 10,000 job seekers. That's also to help 100 of those people get a new job by directly applying the knowledge that they learned from this show. And lastly, we want to save 10 lives by helping get the world back to work. Deaths of despair are on the rise across every single demographic. And if this is something that's impacting you, remember, you are worth more than what your job title says you are. You are. Now, you can find us all over the internet. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and, of course, on YouTube. For more from the show, visit our website where you can find our blog, our social media accounts, show notes, links to our tea public to get one of these fabulous t-shirts, or our Patreon page at recruiting-hell.com. It helps support the show. It helps support your job hunt. And of course, helps support that mission and the work that the show does. If you're looking for more information to jumpstart your job hunt, be sure to grab our free guide at recruitinghell.com. We email it directly to you to get your job hunt going. Just head to that webpage uh, button and give that a little click. We'll uh, have you fill out a brief little form for uh, an email and it'll be sent along to you. Any feedback, questions, and comments can always be directed to the Recruiting Hell Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, Recruiting Hell is a production of Westport Studios and is proudly made in the state of Wisconsin. Finally, as always, a big thank you to Purple Planet Music for our themes and you, the listener, for tuning in. I'm Rob Conlon, and until we meet again, keep moving forward with your self-betterment and your job hunt. It's a marathon, not a sprint, and Recruiting Hell will be here to help you keep pace. 